0: This morning I gave a vad and there were some technical difficulties with the recording. So I'm gonna repeat some of the points that we made, but I'm also doing this shmooz in refuah al ben Sarah, Rezat Hashem and the Zakut of the limudah Torah and the of the Tzilaka. You should have a speedy recovery. Amen. We're holding now, tonight is Rosh Chodesh, Av, and we are entering into the Tukufa of the nine days, and we have to start to prepare in a real way to be able to do the Avodah on Tisha B'Av. So today I want to try to open up a little bit the Avodah as much as possible, something to think about, something to, a tangible Avodah that we can possibly begin to work. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had a plan in this Bria, he had a plan with the creation. That Hashem was metave, he desired that he should have a Dira B'Tachtoinim, that he should have Hashra'at HaShechina in this world. Hashra'at HaShechina comes in the form where the entire creation recognizes and sees HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Bria. Like we say, Everybody recognizes Hashem. And the only way for the world to recognize Hashem and the manifestation of this Hashra'at HaShechina is the connection between Hashem and Klal Yisrael. There's a certain vacancy, there's a certain connection between us where... The world can recognize this hashras hashchin in the world. That dveikus comes from a work on our end as well. Like the Mesil Shluchim says in the first perek, that the shleimus ha'amiti, the true perfection of a human being, is being dveik boy, where we are Dovok ba'ashem. Dveik ba'ashem means that we are going into the realm of spirituality with dovak boy which means in other words, even though we're physical, materialistic people, but it should be very clear from our behaviors and our actions that we are attached to aboveness. We have elikus, we have godliness in us. That only Jewish people, who are Dovak ba'ashem, can live that way. And that's one of the ways that the world can recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. So with the absence of the Beis HaMikdosh, when the Jewish people are in Galut, the connection with Hashem is very weak. The Ashroos is not in the world the way it should be. The world does not recognize Hashem. It's a godless world. It's a world of Hilul HaShem. Everything the opposite of what it's supposed to be. And it's our job to yearn for things to change. But it's not only our job to yearn for things to change. There's things that we did to drive away the Shekhinah. So it's our job to rectify the problems that drove away the Shekhinah in the first place and that's part of the yearning process because you can't say you yearn something and it's in your hands to rectify and say I yearn it. If you really truly yearn something then you'll actually get up and do something about it and try to make it back to what it was. So we need to try to look at the sugya and see if we can understand it a little bit and appreciate what it means and how to deal with that so I want to take this sugya from an angle based on the teachings of the Vilna Goyen and how the Goyen learns up the Yuma, which discusses the cause for the destruction of the Mesa Aminash everything the Goyen says is very deep, and there's a lot of parts to it but I'm just trying to zero in on a couple of very important points the Goyin says, fascinating Said he says that he lays down a few principles that everybody has to know these principles in avoid. Hashem. The Goyen says that if a person has within himself what we call Tava, desire, desire for physical pleasures, or Chemda, Chemda means a desire for money, and things of that nature, to acquire wealth, materialism. Taiva vechemda, is the root to every single aver in the world. It's impossible to keep the Torah in the proper way if a person is burning with the desire taiva vechemda. Impossible. And the Goyin says that the way to combat taiva is by acquiring what we call emunah and If a person has emunah and bitachon, then he gets through emunah and bitachon, amidah what he calls histapkus. Histapkus means that you are sameach, you're happy with your lot. No matter what your financial situation is, you're extremely comfortable and happy. Not just accepting, you're happy. I have to explain everything. I'm just setting up the suggia for you. You'll be happy with your lot. Histapkus. If one acquires the Mida of histapkus, that is the yesod, the foundation of kol kula. And there's a maral which maybe we'll have time to talk about it today. He says if somebody acquires the midah of being happy with their lot, zameach bechelka histapkus. He will 100% lead him to Ahavat Hashem, which is the biggest thing that a person can ever reach. Ahavat Hashem, which if you want to use these terms for Ahavat Hashem, means Boyis means purpose of life, which ultimately is the, where the Ashuras Hashkina is. So if we do the math there, just to try to understand the sugi. it's very deep things, try to explain them. So basically, if the purpose of life is to reach Dveikus Ba'ashev. Dveikus Ba'ashev manifests itself in a certain matzav. It's a matzav called Hashroah Sashchina, which is very clear. But you have to work to get Dveikus Ba'ashev. Not so simple. So what's the step process? The step process is, as long as there's Taiva and Chemdes HaMohmin in your system... You're not getting it. Forget about it. Not megei. Impossible. You can't get the samech B'chelkei V'esnapkus without Emunah b'tokhin. So Emunah will be the step that you have to take in order to get rid of Taiva V'chemda to acquire the meat of Sameh B'chelkei which will ultimately lead to Ahavas Hashem which is dveikis and Ashura That's a mathematical Cheshbin, without exactly saying alumnus. We'll get to the alumnis hopefully. Okay? That's what he says. Now, it goes one step deeper. Deeper. I'm just setting up the column and then I'll show you how it works in the Gabar. Now, if says the goyim, if a person has a munibitoch, and therefore he no longer has Haiba v'chemda And he is Sameach b'chelga He has a If he does an Avera That Avera is considered An external behavior And it's not so as bad Because it's not coming from His leg. It's not coming from his heart He doesn't desire to do the Avera He fell to the Avera And the extent of the Avra is the external behavior. It's not coming from a premise. It's not coming from a deep will to sin. And on the contrary, his mitzvot that he's going to do, since his heart is with Hashem, since he has emunah b'tochim, that's the real him, that's his heart, then the good things that he does are more real because they're coming from the internal good heart. However, if a person's heart is, has a pagam in the heart, his heart desires materialism, his heart desires money, then that's you, that defines you. Therefore, the abeiris that come from that which begin with jealousy, hatred, etc., etc., which he says, the Averis of Kolatari then those Averis are coming from an internal desire to do those sins, and they're more real and part of you. What about your mitzvot? The mitzvot that the person will do are external. It's not really Internal. And the goyin uses very strong terminology. A person who has Taiva and chemda, even if he's oisik and Torah and mitzvahs and gemilas chasadim, he's only doing it for a good name. It is not real Torah mitzvahs. Based on these formulas, the goyin says a very powerful thing. He says. In the first Bet HaMikdash, the Jewish people, their hearts were perfect. The heart of the Jewish person was perfect. They had Emunah, they had Bitochin, they had no Taiva, no Taibas moment. Their hearts were perfect. The only thing they did wrong was behavior. And the behavior was bad. Arayah <laughs> Bad behavior, but perfect hearts. Now don't ask me right now to explain to you how a guy with a perfect heart, who has zero taiva, and zero chemda, does gila raishvit of dhamma That's a separate shmooz which I have to explain to you because that's a type of yetzahara which we don't relate to. So that's not the shmooz of today. <laughs> but, I just want to get the aside of what the Goyin is saying. The Goyin is saying, based on the sugge and yuma... That their sins were not so bad, even though the external behavior was horrible, since it wasn't coming from the plemias, they didn't desire from an internal place of desire to do because they had an external fight with a yaitzer who made who they fell to, but that wasn't internal. That's called chitzoni, the lid was perfect. In the second base, Amikdash says the Goyim, that even though the external behaviors were unbelievable, they were oisak and Torah, Mitzvahs, Gemilas, chasadim. But the fact that they had sinas says what? It says that there's a Pagam in the Laf. Because if they had Emunem Betachin, they would not have a desire, and a desire for money, which Chazal says, Mefurish, that they had a desire for money. So they would not have had that. Now that they had this desire for money, which ultimately leads to jealousy and hatred, so the manifestation of that desire came to hatred, therefore, Hagam their external behaviors were good, but those external behaviors are fake. That's not the real guy. The real guy is the heart. Rachamona liva boy. That's the guy. That's the subya, According to the guy, and the guy says that in ikves of the mashiach. He says, meaning in our time, he says that's going to be the test. The test is going to be, the generation is going to struggle with this. They're going to struggle with not having emunah and which will ultimately bring to desire, Chemdes HaMamit, desire for materialism, which will automatically cause, besides for the kin and the sinner, etc., it also makes that your Torah and Mitzvahs are called external. It's a very strong word, so we have to try to understand it. Try to breathe a little light into it and understand how this is connected to khurban and Hashorah Sashchidah. Okay? A little bit depth. Now, let's try to analyze a little bit philosophically for a second. If I go to a human being, and I tell him, you're making a small living, you're living in a simple house, and you're driving a simple car, you have to be happy with your lot, not just accept it, you have to be happy for it, with it, and basically, I'm telling you, you, should have no ambitions and no goals and no passion. But that's not human. You go into a human being. A human being is built in a way that he has passion. He has ratson, He has ambition. He wants to build. He wants to create. He wants to do. He wants to amass. That is a basic ha-nefesh and order. So if I tell a person, I take away his motivation to be productive, he's going to end up sitting in bed until 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and he's going to need medication or something. Because I just took out from him the basic desires of human being. A person has such a desire in himself. So, so what did I replace it with? What did I do with it? How do I become some Bechalka? You're right, b'tochin, emuna. Hashem runs the world. He gives me what I need. It's true. I can't get what I what doesn't come to me. It's true. You did. You gave me all that Emunah and b'tochin. But what do I do with the basic need of my soul that's driving me, the drive? Why would I get up and go to work the next day? What's driving me? So how does someach work? So it's before in the svarim and the rishayim and achrayim and. Allah is that a human being has a raw rotsan, which I'm gonna explain a little bit deeper in a second. But a human being has a rotsan, the rotsun to do and to get and to and to, to succeed and ambition. He has a rotsan, but it's not an explained rotts. It's just the inner push that he has within himself. And then he has a battle over that rottsun. The battle between the Eight Zahara and the Yed Zatayv... Who's going to take take hold of that Ratzin? If the Yed takes a hold of that Ratzin... That She'ifa... That desire... Then... He will pursue materialism... Money... Endless pursuit... A never-ending pursuit... With tremendous amount of She'ifa... At the beginning his goals will be more smaller... Because nobody wants to try to do something they're going to fail at. So he goes for a goal which he feels he can achieve. The moment he he achieves that goal, he'll come up with an excuse why he should switch the goal. Because he first went to work because he has to pay his bills. What am I going to do? I got to pay my bills. Fine. Very good excuse. He goes. Now he's paying his bills. And now he changes. He says... I want to take the stress of the day-to-day living out of my life. I want to feel at least to have a comfortable net that I don't have to feel that stress. So now I need a little bit more. Savings, whatever. Okay, he meets that goal. And then he says, you know what? If I wouldn't have a lot of money... I can't get stuck, you know? I can't be uh, do something for the world. So you see how the goal keeps switching. The desire to make money is really what's driving you. But you don't want to be admitting that you're a big, fat, bow type of a moment. So now you have a justification and an explanation, and then you go and go and go and go and go. It doesn't matter how many millions you have. It's going to go further. It's going to go further and further. If, uh, you can help Moistis, then you can help Kali Yisrael as a whole, and then who knows what you can do. It's an endless thing. Good? That's if the Yitzhah gets a hold of that rotsam, that passion. If the Yitzhah Toiv gets a hold of that passion, I means the only way to be Sameach Bechelkoi, you can't be Sameach Bechelkoi, with the Emunah by itself. It just doesn't work. The Sameach Mechelka works in conjunction where you're channeling that rotson for more and more Torah or Mitzvahs, which I'm going to explain a little bit deeper in a second. You're channeling the same rotson for money, the same Taiva. It doesn't look like a Taiva, it's not called Chemda, it's not called Taiva, it's called something else, which I'm going to explain to you in a minute what it is. You're going to channel the same Ratzin in a spiritual pursuit then once you're expressing your Koychas HaNefesh in a healthy way in the right way in the reason why you have it then you have the frame of mind to be able to see things through Emunah Betochen and actually be Sameach with the Chelek because through your Emunah Betochen you come to the realization that everything that you have from Hashem is a gift and therefore you're overly excited for whatever you have because you know that you don't deserve anything, you don't control it, and therefore everything is a gift. But at the same time, you have to be channeling your desire in the way of going towards Torah Mitzvah. If you want to see a, a, a little bit, you can look at the mission and the Mishnah office of Ezra Asher, Samech Every time he explains Samech B'Chelka, he explains it in these terms. So I can be... See, it has to work together. It's not just Stam, Emunah Bitochem, by itself. Part of understanding the Emunah Bitochem is understanding your purpose. Understanding why you have passions, what you do with the passions. It's Nikhla what the guy is saying. I'm just being Mazber, the Part of Emunah is, I have a purpose in this world. And I have passions, and I have to know how to use those passions that's the way the game works you have to move it that way but I just want to take it one step deeper and then you'll see how Besar English comes in okay? I mentioned to you earlier when we started the Shmuz that the point of Shlemus means that a person has to be in other words, what does that mean the Shlemus that I have is not built within myself Myself, the best of all of myself, is still lacking perfection. That means that to reach my perfection, I have to go outside of myself. I have to leave myself and I have to be dovuk boy. He's higher. Spirituality. If I'm Dovuk Bashem, that's when it will cause my shlamas to reach. But I have to go outside of myself and be dovuk boy. So I need to have a She'ifa to do that. That's the Rotson. The Rotson is to be bigger than what I am. More than what I have. Not to be satisfied with myself. That's the Rotson. So where am I going to fulfill the Rotson? By leaving my small self, my small self, and being double-buying. Now... It's the same thing in Taivas. Taivas is also Dvekis. Dveikas for Tumor, not dveikas for Kedushin. Taiva means, I am not satisfied with my reality. I can only feel complete if I go out of my reality. And get more outside. So I have to be double in other things. The only nafkameena is in the dveikas of Tumor I'm bringing everything into me. To make my reality bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm make, trying to make my reality bigger. When I'm being Dovok bashem, I'm going out of myself, and I'm being Dovok in spirituality. I'm being Dovok boy. So that's how you'll understand the Messiah's Shalom in the first paragraph, if you learn it properly, where he explains the gender of Torah Mitzvah's and then when he says, what's the opposite of Dveikis? Heim hey, Taibis achomrius, not Averis, doesn't say Averis. Why is Taibasa, uh, Is why is desires for money and pleasure the opposite of Vegas Bashem? Because it's the same koyach going the other way. A human being can never be satisfied with who he is and what he is. Can't. So if he channels that koyach to be dog Boy, then he can be Mustaphic and Savaych Bachel Koyan this way. But if he's not going to use the koyach that way, then he has to use it the way of materialism. And he, then he'll be mystopic with his spirituality. Yeah, I learned how we're there. I'm very happy. Why not? It's a big thing, Rabbi. Come on. Don't put it down. Yeah? So how come when you make $50,000? It's a good thing. You make $50,000. Relax, you know? No, 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 no. Well, where's the ambition? Where's the goals? Where's the drive? You're not normal, right? So that's really how the system works. So we have to face this difficult reality in this generation that this generation has big typhus for money. Big. And nobody could argue with me. I don't think anybody would be that foolish to even think I'm wrong. Big typhus for money. Big typhus for moment means we're lacking in a lacking betachen, the desire to grow and to be bigger and to reach this false shlevis is going towards the money. But we also have a lot of Torah And the Goyin is saying, if your heart's no good, then that's called Chizani. It's a very strong Musa. And I'm not giving the Musa to anybody other than myself. We all live in this world. And that's why we don't have Ashra Hashina. Because you're not being Davuk boy, You're being Davuk boy. You have Hashros, Yaakov, That's it. Not double boy. So this is a problem. And that's the hepech of the whole kivun of the Bria. And the going says this is our thing. So we need to start to make the work. Because the whole Bria is going the wrong direction. For one person, if he wants to start working on a and Betochen, someone wants to start learning how to use his sheifas and his retzonyas, to attach to learning. That's Kivaldic' There's work to do. But why do you want to make the work? Because we have zero, zero Shaykhis to connection to Hashanah Hashchina. Because we're just in a different world. We're just not being dovakin. I was talking to someone last night, and he says, a certain rabbi said that for two minutes, just two minutes, sit down and cry over the Beis HaMikdash. He's like, I don't even know how to cry over the like Like, I can't even do that for two minutes. Like, well, what was and the answer is very simple of course you're not crying over the base of Mignesh because your entire sheif is vegashmis not Farukhni if your entire sheif is Vagashmi not not Farukhni, it's just not there the entire sheif is vegashmis there's nothing left for that we're it B'Mu'at without a base of Mignesh we're it B'Mu'at without Karbonas we're it B'Mu'at without being a Tamah I, we do my isim. the Goyen says that's external that's not internal and then we worry why we have so many kids issues all these problems and we want to know where's the year and where's the Abbas and where's all that it's not the kids problems per se the problem is everywhere just the kid doesn't get covered from learning he doesn't have any ulterior motive to learn because he's not that good in learning so it doesn't mean you're better than him because you're learning more, maybe not maybe you just have covered from learning, maybe you're just good at it it's a question you have to ask yourself not to chush anybody else but it's a question you have to ask yourself that's what the nine days are about the nine days are about asking questions that may be a little painful but they have to be real otherwise how are we going to make the avoidance? if we can even just have a sheifa to become real that's also a big thing that's also a big thing. If you think about it in these practical terms, maybe it's not so hard to cry, you know. Okay, we'll stop over here for tonight.